your need-to-know cultural snapshot of Wisconsin and beyond. This is What's on Tap with Sandy Max, a deep dive into all things intriguing, riveting, and entertaining. And now your host for the evening, here's Sandy Max. And welcome to this brand new show. You'll hear and experience culture and creativity here in Wisconsin and around the world. And tonight, in addition to finding out just how bright Milwaukee is going to get the next couple of nights, get some perspective on the tradition of Wisconsin's gun deer season and meet musician David Harmonica Miller. Find out how he earned that nickname. Hopefully hear some live harmonica playing as he tells us about the Wisconsin Annual Blues Harmonica Festival happening in Hubertus tomorrow night. Season to be jolly, as you know. And this is a special night. The Holiday Lights Festival kickoff extravaganza <laughs> is tonight at 6.30. And Beth Weirick, Milwaukee Downtown Bid 21 CEO, is here Thank you for stopping by. Oh, my gosh. I know you're busy. Sandy, it doesn't matter. You remember you hosted this show one year for us. I loved being part of it. I got the Santa's Helper outfit. I remember ice carvers. This has been a tradition, Beth, for 25 years. I love thinking that a whole generation of Milwaukee citizens, if you started going to the Holiday Lights Festival as a kid, you've done this your whole life. Yes, exactly. And what I love now is my friends who brought their kids when they were babies, now their kids, you know, in their mid-20s are now coming and they're bringing their friends or their spouses now, not quite to the grandkids stage, but it's really fun because it has hit multiple generations. And for me, growing up in Milwaukee, that was always a family tradition I'm going to just say it in the hmm. late 60s of coming downtown in the wood paneled station wagon and taking in the holiday decor. And now to see this next iteration, which is, you know, 25 years, that's a big deal. And it's a great celebration. I'm so excited to turn on the lights tonight and just celebrate with this fantastic community. What are some of the highlights for tonight's silver anniversary kickoff? There's so many. It'll be very kid family focused in the park, dancing and singing with all of the kids. It is going to be an amazing 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 show and i'm very excited about it and christopher's project a local milwaukee musician is going to be debuting in public a new song he wrote about milwaukee called come see milwaukee so it's going to be a really really huge event and of course as you all know hmm. the guest of honor santa himself yay do we know about what time santa will be there Well, Santa will be there throughout the duration, but he will first appear on stage about 7 o'clock, right before the fireworks go off. I know not only will Santa be on stage tonight, but Santa and his wife make appearances during the Milwaukee Downtown Holiday Lights Festival. One of my favorite things about Milwaukee Holiday Lights Festival is Cathedral Square Park, which is transformed into Community Spirit Park during the holiday season, where we have over 2,000 area school children come down and decorate the Christmas trees. Which is another great tradition if you think, you know, (sighs) school kids and then parents going down to see what they're 
school kids have decorated, what their students have done. Well, and I know you have such a great um, love of teachers, Sandy. And I think about the teachers that sign up to participate in this, and it's over 90 schools. They incorporate this into their curriculum, whether it's social studies or math or art or science. And then they have to access all of the supplies for the ornaments and then incorporate the making of the ornaments in the classroom and coordinate the transportation and the helpers to go along on the field trip and then we throw these wonderful tree decorating parties in the park where Santa and Mrs. Claus are there. The mounted horse patrol from the Milwaukee Police Department show up. You know, we've got costume figures and we've got cocoa and cookies for all the kids. So they just wrapped that up and now people can stroll through Community Spirit Park and see all these different themes and these beautiful, beautiful ornaments. And that is home to Santa's mailbox. I love Santa's mailbox. It's funny that you talk about this. It just paints a picture to me. I can just see a kid, mitten hand, grabbing their parents, like dragging them over to the tree that they helped decorate. That pride and that excitement, that joy. And I do love Santa's mailbox. No postage required. Correct. To send a letter. Correct. The thing we say is when the children are writing their letters to Santa, make sure they include their return address because Santa with some help from his elves at older adults, serving older adults, and the National Association of Letter Carriers Branch 2. Yes, there are Santa's helpers at those locations. They help Santa personalize and send letters to every single child. Santa's smart, but not smart enough to know all of the addresses. (laughs) So please include that return address. That memory. Santa keeps track of a lot. He's more interested in the naughty and nice list than everybody's address. He just kind of GPSs it, I think. I think so, too. Everybody's chimney. Milwaukee Downtown Bid 21 CEO, Beth Wierick, thank you so much for spending time with us. Is there one thing that is the holidays to you? you? Something you must do, must see, must hear that means, okay, it's Christmas now. Well, for me, it's the Holiday Lights kickoff extravaganza and the convening of this wonderful community that I have called home my entire life. Milwaukee Holiday Lights kickoff extravaganza tonight at Paramarquette Park. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And fireworks, 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, if you hear the big booms, that sounds sounds more like the 4th of July, but doesn't it always look nice to have fireworks in the sky, especially on a nice, mild evening like tonight? And Milwaukee gets even more Christmas cheer and thousands more sparkly lights Tomorrow, details on another city tree lighting happening downtown tomorrow. Next on What's on Tap on WTMJ. I am Sandy Max. The holiday season is upon us. Milwaukee downtown, holiday lights kick off. And tomorrow night, the city of Milwaukee turns it on for cheer district not deer district it becomes cheer district in a very official way and to tell us more about it and the absolute centerpiece of the christmas tree is dynamic events by david caruso president and creative director david caruso welcome thank you so much for having me this is one of my favorite things to talk about every year for as many cool special events as you do for so many high profile organizations Is this really like the cherry on top of the whole year? It really is for a couple of reasons. One, because I grew up in this city. I love Milwaukee. And Christmas time is personally my absolute most favorite time of year. So having the opportunity to work with the mayor's office and DPW to design the city Christmas tree is like a 
literally a Christmas dream come true. Oh, sprinkle the fairy dust and, <laughs> and call the elves. And I'm sure it takes some elves to help you with this. But you talk about being a, a tradition for you. This is the 110th annual tree lighting celebration. That's that's a long history. I love thinking about Milwaukee through the ages. Yeah, it really is exciting, the 110th. And a little known fact that is very impressive is that our city tree, the tradition of our city tree lighting, is second in line to New York City Times Square. So it is a big deal, and we're very well known for the history of our tree lighting. Ooh, and that's a lot of, I hesitate to say this to you, David, but that's a lot of pressure on <laughs> you to have a tree that is magnificent and lives up to this grand tradition and grand history. So what can we expect tomorrow at Cheer District outside Pfizer Forum? Yes, we're really excited because tomorrow we're going to have some pretty decent weather. So we already are starting off with just a great feel-good day to join us down in the Cheer District. And this is just a family-friendly, fun event. Starts at 5 o'clock. There's all kinds of great entertainment. I'm so excited because this year, UPATH is presenting all of the entertainment. So we have really great performance groups from First Stage Children's Theater, Wisconsin Conservatory of Music, Black Arts MKE, The Rep, and, of course, Skylight music theater. So it is going to be really great. What a showcase of talent. And I love yeah. that UPATH is able to use these events to make the arts accessible. We talk about free events and gatherings, and you'll just be impressed by so much of the talent. Yeah, it's really great to have all of that local talent infused into the city tree. And not only that, you can also come down and enjoy reindeer games, which there's live reindeer, some of Santa's <gasps> reindeer. Are These are the live. reindeer games that everyone can play. No one is yes, left out. <laughs> yes. Live in the cheer district, reindeers <gasps> that you can watch, take pictures with, feed a carrot to. It's really, really fun. That's special. I yeah. had no idea that there were going to be actual reindeer at cheer district. Yes, it is a highlight every year. Oh. So we love that. And of course... The jolly man himself will be with us in the cheer district tomorrow for the tree lighting. And that is really, really, of course, one of the most spectacular moments of the night. So what time will the tree be lit tomorrow night? You're welcome to join us starting at 5 o'clock for all of this fun entertainment. And then the tree lighting program with Mayor Johnson kicks off at 6 o'clock. Our good friends at the We Energies Foundation have illuminated the cheer district this year. We will flip the switch, the magic switch, um, with the mayor. And we're going to have a really fun special guest, actually, from Make-A-Wish Foundation, help light the tree as well. Oh, that's magic. Which is really great. Oh. And then that is at like 628. And I am telling you, one of the new things also is along with the tree lighting, Black Arts MKE has a special performance in conjunction with flipping the switch that is literally going to rattle downtown Milwaukee. So I cannot wait. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, wow. You've really painted the picture. This sounds like the place to be on Friday night to really enjoy the Christmas cheer. And like you said, it's not going to be 22 degrees and just bitter, bitter cold. We'll get the winter wonderland weather soon enough. Exactly. This is and just a nice reason to get together. It is. And one of the really important things that I I thought about when designing this year's tree, which, of course, is different than last year's. It's very, very special. And for me, I just really feel like we all need just a joyful explosion of happiness. 
the decor and the colors of the tree this year are going to be very unexpected. And I cannot wait to see everyone's reactions when the tree turns on. That's wow. all I'm going to say. Oh, <laughs> and I love that that is part of the magic for you. This is kind of like giving the city a huge gift yes. of decorating this 38-foot Christmas tree. Yes. Well, Merry Christmas to you. You too. This was so much fun. I can't wait for tomorrow. Everyone's going to just love this. So I, I'll see everybody there. And thank you and Merry Christmas to you too. He is David Caruso, President and Creative Director of Dynamic Events by David Caruso, creating Christmas memories and really a must-have photo opportunity this year with the City Christmas Tree in Cheer District. Next thoughts on gun deer season it's a tradition for a lot of wisconsinites and a visit by blues harmonica player david harmonica miller on what's on tap on news radio 620 wtmj and i'm excited we have a musician in the building you know that always gets me tingling and a lot of people though we're going to talk about this first a lot of people in wisconsin look forward to this time of year not thanksgiving not christmas time but gun deer season and despite living here a long time I didn't grow up in Wisconsin, so this isn't a ritual for me, but it is part of Wisconsin culture for sure. WTMJ's Adam Roberts shares his experience growing up with this tradition. It's November of 2005. As snow crunches underneath a pair of two large boots, I trudge through the windswept woods of Marinette County. I've been brought along to experience my first taste of the annual Wisconsin gun deer season. While I won't be holding a rifle just yet, I'm eager to join my dad and grandpa Joe as the next Roberts to take part in the annual hunt. I don't know why I thought we'd be surrounded by a throng of whitetails, but after a day of nothing, and then another, I was reminded that deer are tricky to come by in the frozen wilderness of northern Wisconsin. I told my dad I understood, but it still made it a bit hard to swallow when hearing stories from classmates at Sabish Middle School about bagging their first buck in the El Dorado Marsh, where deer are a bit more common despite that constant cacophony of shotgun blasts. Fast forward two falls later. As I clutch my trembling hands around a 30-30 Winchester, I'm starting to regret committing to sitting alone in a flimsy metal tree stand while the wind whips around my exposed nose. But just as my patience reaches its limit, a sound, not unlike a pair of horses galloping through the dirt, starts to ramp up. I almost can't believe my ears, but sure enough, as I turn slowly to look over my shoulder, there stands a pair of white-tailed deer. It all happens so fast. I look at them. They look at me. They suddenly bolt off. I swing the gun around, click off the safety, heart pumping, body twitching. My finger wraps around the trigger and... Two shots, two misses. I can't begin to tell you how frustrated I was and honestly embarrassed at those misses, but in that moment I was hooked and knew I wanted to keep trying. Though if you ask my dad, he never had a doubt I'd be part of the hunt. You were kind of a natural at it. You were very good at being able to, you know, withstand the duration of the day being out there and that was nice because you never know. I mean, some people try it, they just can't do it. 
When it comes to the gun deer season, a lot of the conversation is about how the hunt ain't what it used to be. Whether it's declining license numbers or old friends moving away, change is inevitable. But according to my dad, it's important to embrace that change. You know, with traditions, we like to think, well, traditions don't change, but in, in fact, traditions do change. It's just, you know, you have to, to keep a tradition alive, you have to roll with the changes. You know, as you and, and our other children, you know, started moving away and, you know, starting lives in different areas, you know, traditions didn't go away, they just changed, but we try to keep them alive. For me specifically, the thing I remember most about hunting is not getting a deer or not, but an introduction that's followed me my entire life since. I think it was on one of those drives, if my memory's right, I think you had the Rush Greatest Hits CD, and that was one of the first times I had ever heard songs like Spirit of Radio, Limelight. One of those rides up to Marinette County sparked my initial interest in the band that became my favorite of all time. Do you think that song, Spirit of Radio, what a way to just get the energy flowing and get pumped up for something. Those two weeks before you going up north, you're you're thinking about it, you're, you're waiting for it, probably like a child waiting for Christmas. So whether it's your first or 30th time driving down the fire lane to deer camp, embrace the changing traditions, savor the moments, and if you get the 30-point buck, that's just the cherry on top. Adam Roberts, WTMJ News. A... A fond tradition for many families in Wisconsin. In the studio with me is WTMJ's Jessica Gatso. Jessica, is gun deer season a tradition in your family? It is. My dad does uh, usually go gun and or bow hunting every year. Does he go by himself? Does he uh, go with friends, a group? Friends, co Yeah. It's always a goal to like try to find the best land, I guess. <laughs> there are a lot of people who love to, like, they've inherited patches of land that then they can just drive up to. That too, yeah. Getting back in touch with nature, it's a thing. <laughs> and it starts tomorrow, gun deer season here in Wisconsin. Next on What's on Tap, a preview of the Wisconsin Annual Blues Harmonica Festival with the man who created the event, David Harmonica Miller, in the studio next. But now, from the WTMJ Breaking News Center, here is Jessica Gatso. That sounds good. Thank you for tuning in to this new show, What's on Tap, on WTMJ, where you get to experience culture and creativity from Wisconsin and around the world, but certainly in Wisconsin tomorrow night. I'm Sandy Max. Tomorrow evening, the sounds of blues harmonicas, just like that one that you heard from Reverend Raven and the chain-smoking altar boys with Westside Andy. That is the sound that's going to be vibrating the airwaves in Hubertus tomorrow night, along with a lot of other blues harmonica players, and to share with us a preview of this weekend's Wisconsin Annual Blues Harmonica Festival. Welcome to the WTMJ studio, a musician who knows this art form incredibly well, David Harmonica Miller. Thank you, Sandy. I really appreciate the invite here, and I'm so excited about tomorrow. It is such a fun event, and we're expecting it hundreds and hundreds of people to show up hopefully we'll pack that place and i'm sure we will because uh we have uh blues harp jimmy jim schoberg will kastner and Westside andy playing with reverend raven and the chain smoking alder boys bennett on band will be uh covering blues harp jimmy and will kastner and jim schoberg and myself i'll play a song up there as well and uh, uh bennett on band is with sam bennett on chuck bennett on and dave brown and uh rick holmes um, and so, and the 
Reverend Raven and Chainsmoking Altar Boys with Westside Andy is an amazing show. They're two- so fun. I was telling you, I saw them about five years ago in Port Washington at a blues festival there. And they just worked the crowd and walked through. They, they were so much fun. And then they just played the Oak Creek Lions Fest just a couple of months ago. They're, they're so much fun to watch. And I think sometimes when people hear the blues, they think it's going to be just mellow and maybe kind of bring you down. You just heard the energy there. And I just heard all the energy and your excitement and listing all of these oh. performers. Are these all friends of yours? I mean, you started this festival. How did that come about? I started it uh, in 2013 with... Uh, Mr. Tom Radai, uh, and he promoted Mr. Jimmy Rogers and and many others. Um, and I talked to uh, Tom Radai. He said, I would love to do a harmonica festival. And he and I got together, and uh, he mentored me because he was one of the all-time great promoters of, of blues music. So I thought, what better way to uh, feature harmonica players feature of the blues, the best of blues, is to have a harmonic festival once a year so people can come and enjoy it and dance to it. And, and it's just a, it, it, it's really one of a kind, I feel. And um, it, it, it's going to be happening at the Sterling Chalet tomorrow. And that's uh, 1271 Wisconsin Road, 175 in Hubertus, Wisconsin. And yeah. you're going to pack the place. Now, you said hundreds of blues music fans. Yeah. Still room for more, I'm yes. sure. And yes. are they mostly local? I believe they're from all over. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are people that have been saying they're coming in from you know all parts of the state and so forth. Um, it is, it's very exciting and very heartwarming that people really support the music. And uh, I'm, I'm just very excited to have them there. And with, with the lineup... Uh, this is going to be the first year that Reverend Raven is going to be playing two sets. So it'll be um, just an amazing time. Benedon Band will open up, like I said, with myself and Loose Harp Jimmy and William. Uh, uh, Kastner, so many Will people. Kastner, I mean, so many Schober. people. Yes. The list goes on and on. So yes. a, a night chock full of this many blues musicians. What's the ticket price to see these this many harmonica players? Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, what's, the, what's the ticket price? It is $15 online, and it's until 5 o'clock tomorrow. Um, and then it is $20 at the door, starting at 5.30 till 10. That's a bargain for that many harmonica players. Now, what is the proper name for a blues harmonica player? I've heard blues harp. I've heard harmonicist. What what do people like to be called in this in this beautiful art form? Well, it, it, I refer to it as a harmonicist. But uh, blues harp players, uh, blues harp Jimmy Davis, um, you know he's he's an amazing harmonica player. I, you, you know, it's it's just an art form that people come to, out to appreciate. And it's physical. It has to be because you're is. you're breathing. And I always the, harmonica players aren't like the stand there. Usually, like a bass player. You know, the 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 fun joke is they just kind of stand there. They keep the beat. They're essential, but they're not really showy. Where a harmonica player can come out and just take the stage and oh. build that excitement. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, and these people that are coming out to see the show will not be unhappy. They'll be. They'll have such a good time. They'll be dancing and enjoying the music. It's just a fantastic event. Um, just to let everybody know, all the proceeds, all the profits are going to charity, and uh, the St. Jude. 
will be getting the charity, uh, getting uh, the profits as well as ASPCA and the Wounded Warrior Project. So I will be donating all all the, all the profits through the door. Through oh my the, goodness! And I'm going to be matching the profits myself. Uh, and um, yeah, it, it's it's all going to great great charities. And so please come out and and pack that place. The more, the merrier. We're going to learn more about just why you chose to be this kind and benevolent with this Blues Music Festival and also how you got started as a harmonica player and even how you earned your nickname. I have those questions for you. Next, more with David Harmonica Miller next on What's on Tap on WTMJ. I'm Sandy Max, and this is your personal preview of tomorrow night's Wisconsin annual Blues Harmonica Festival, the place to be tomorrow to immerse yourself in the sounds and vibes of this style of music, the sounds of harmonicas in Hubertus, David. That's right. Joining me is David Harmonica Miller. Uh, he'll be performing tomorrow night, but you have the really impressive title. Of, you've created this event 10 years ago. What inspired you to create a Blues Harmonica Festival in particular? I did not know of many, of any in the United States that had uh, an event that featured harmonica players. And I felt, well, this is such a, um, uh, a wonderful, a wonderful thing to see a harmonica player play, especially the talented harmonica players that come out every year. And here are the backup bands, the bands that are the all-star bands that are fe- featured, like Reverend Raven and the Benedon band. This is, it's it's a luxury to see this and i thought well i want to have this out every year so people can enjoy it and that that's the reason why i did that it's a treasure of of music that you put together and especially this particular style of music and you play harmonica yourself yes i do why did you choose the harmonica instead of guitar or drums or piano what what was it about the harmonica well when i was 11 years old my dad gave me a harmonica to play because he was a harmonica player. Uh, he was a, a hobbyist. He, he played at home and I would hear him play and he would play some great folk songs and things like that. And it was just amazing hearing him. So I said, I'd like to play the harmonica. So he gave me one of his harmonicas and I've been playing harmonica ever since I was 11. And I started playing out around 20 years old and uh, just kept on, kept on playing. Did you wind up playing with him? Did he teach you? I did. I jammed with jam with him. With your dad? <laughs> That's did. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I really, uh, he was, he inspired me to play. And um, um, I wrote a song uh, on a CD called Blowing the Blues Away. That's my CD. And um, it, it features um, a song called My Mentor. And it was written about my dad who had mentored me in, in, and uh, and teaching me how to play the harmonica. How sweet, and what an emotional connection music is anyway, but to have that special emotional connection, feeling like this is part of your DNA and that you're carrying on your dad's legacy by playing blues harmonica. What are some of, for for those who aren't familiar with maybe blues harmonica, who are some of the famous blues harmonica players that inspired you and that that are going to be inspiring the other people on stage tomorrow night? Well, uh, Little Walter, Big Walter Horton, James Cotton, Charlie Musselwhite, Sonny Boy Williamson, uh, Paul Butterfield. Um, it, it, there's there's many, many more that I, I'm sorry that I haven't mentioned. Um, well, not local, everybody can take notes that fast, you know. <laughs> other harmonica players, uh, Jim Leibin, Steve Cohn, um, many others. 
have inspired me. And every time I hear, I could pick out a harmonic <laughs> sound anywhere. If I hear it on the radio, I could hear it on television. I know it, it, it just hits Your ears me. just prick up. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, it does. So tomorrow night, I, this is one of the things that I love about the Wisconsin Annual Blues Harmonica Festival. This is obviously a passion of yours, and you felt that it was important that people should hear as many blues harmonica players in one place as possible. And I love that it's going to be spontaneous and there will be jamming with all of these musicians. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's going to be cash bars, but there's also surprise raffles, a big spacious dance floor. It's Friday night in Hubertus at this at the uh, Sterling Chalet. There's going to be fish fry. There's a lot to love about this event. But including that for just 20 bucks at the door, you're getting all this entertainment. You're getting the sounds, the unique sounds of blues why did you decide to give all the profits to three charities? I mean, that's, is, that's really magnanimous. Is, the ASPCA yeah. to help out animals, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, and Wounded Warrior Project. Like, yeah. That's a big decision to make, and that's very generous. I believe in giving generously to charities, and I believe that if it makes a difference, then it's it just... It, it warms my heart, and I, I want—I really want to see that. That's—that's that's what it's all about. Giving, I, I and I—I I believe in these charities, and I think the best way to uh, to make this this whole event better is to give, and to see people enjoy the music, and then give all the profits to charity. And that's what I wanted, and I'm going to match the profits myself. Um, I just want to mention that you can buy tickets online at C-U-T-T dot L-Y forward slash W-A-B-H-F tickets. That's C-U-T-T dot L-Y forward slash W-A-B-H-F tickets. And that'll get you right to the ticket site. I got to think you search Wisconsin Annual Blues Harmonica Festival in Hubertus. You can, you'll yeah. find that link as well. So tomorrow night, Sterling Chalet in Hubertus. Uh, give us the lineup of all the musicians. Yes. And then we'll, we'll bid you a, a, a gentle adieu. But this, it's an impressive list of bands. Headlining Reverend Raven and the Chainsmoking Altar Boys with West Side Andy, which mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed I didn't wear my shirt that I got at the Oak Creek Lions Festival. But I've got, I've got a shirt. I will wear it if I go. <laughs> Yes. Who else is performing? Oh, it's going to be Blue Star Jimmy, Will, William Kastner, Will Kastner, I should say, Jim Schoberg, and Blue Star Jimmy. And uh, I'll be playing uh, a song as well and introducing everybody. And I like to thank our sponsors, though. I'd like to thank Benadons uh, and Cedarburg Auto Repair Service, Jazz Unlimited. Lee Oscar Harmonicas has donated a harmonica as well, which I'm really super excited to give out. So that'll be part of the raffle. Inspire that next generation of artists. Right. And I want to thank WTMJ Radio and and uh, MSC as well. So I, I really I appreciate it. And also the sound man, Greg Kloss, he's going to be running the, the sound and owner, Heidi McKenna, um, and the intake people, uh, Jim Walker, John Warner, Supak, and a number of others. So I really appreciate that. And You're bringing the community together. So thank you, David Harmonica Miller. I just love calling you that as well. That's a, that's a great that's a great nickname. How did you get the nickname? I I've always been about harmonica. That has been my first instrument. When I play it, it's it's almost like part of my body, and it's just part of my 
the way I am. And that's well, the way I, I'd like to. You keep being you because you're bringing the community together by having great music. I hope everyone who's hearing this is even interested in Blues Harmonica, whether you're a huge fan or just want to just want to hear it in person. The Wisconsin Annual Blues Harmonica Festival is tomorrow night in Hubertus at Sterling Chalet. Starts at 530, but it's a full night of music. But David, you're doing good things by bringing people together with music, preserving the legacy of blues harmonica, and also giving back to the community. So thank you very much for spending time here, and have a great time in Hubertus tomorrow night. Thank you so much, Sandy. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. The song you need to hear is next on WTMJ. And now, feast your ears. This is the song you need to hear. Most blogs are going to be playing at 10. These go to 11. I'm Sandy Max, and the song that you need to hear tonight caught my eye because uh, it was number one in 1974. It's John Lennon together with somebody maybe unexpected. Think about this. What's the last bet you made with a friend? Did you have to pay, to pay up to something that you didn't want to do? Well, John Lennon hit number one in America with a song called Whatever Gets You Through the Night in 1974 today. Elton John sang and played piano on the track. Uh, they wound up like being in the same studio, and Elton John popped in, and he said, hey, can I play piano on your song, John? And John Lennon was like, sure, sure, that sounds good. And then Elton John says, I bet you this song goes to number one. John Lennon said, that's not going to happen. If it happens, dude, I'll perform it on stage with you. And now keep in mind, this is a former Beatle. He wasn't really into touring and doing that solo stuff on stage. Well, it went to number one. John Lennon had to join him on stage at Madison Square Garden, and that was well-received. It was a huge ovation, and it was the last time that John Lennon performed in a very huge space like that. So uh, in the spirit to have some fun and uh, hear the song, here is John Lennon's Whatever Gets You Through the Night with Elton John on backing vocals and piano. Song you need to hear. John, together, whatever gets you through the night, number one on this day in 1974, a song that John Lennon lost the bet. He didn't think it was going to go to number one. Elton John knew. I'm Sandy Max. Thank you very much for joining me tonight. I hope you were entertained and informed. Thanks to uh, all of our guests, Beth Weirich from Milwaukee downtown, who is about to set off the fireworks at 7 o'clock tonight.